Shmini, Leviticus, Ve'ikra, Chapter 9. On the eighth day Moses called Aaron and his sons, and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, Take a calf of the herd for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering, without blemish, and bring them before the Lord. And speak to the Israelites, saying, Take a he-goat for a sin offering, a calf and a lamb, yearlings without blemish, for a burnt offering, and an ox, and a ram, for an offering of well-being to sacrifice before the Lord, and a meal offering with oil mixed in, for today the Lord will appear to you. They brought to the front of the tent of meeting the things that Moses had commanded, and the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded that you do, that the presence of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, Come forward to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering, making expiation for yourself and for the people, and sacrifice the people's offering and make expiation for them, as the Lord has commanded. Aaron came forward to the altar and slaughtered his calf of sin offering. Aaron's sons brought the blood to him. He dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar, and he poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar, the fat, the kidneys, and the protuberance of the liver from the sin offering. He turned into smoke on the altar, as the Lord had commanded Moses, and the flesh and the skin were consumed in fire outside the camp. He then slaughtered the burnt offering. Aaron's sons passed the blood to him, and he dashed it against all sides of the altar. They passed the burnt offering to him in sections, as well as the head, and he turned it into smoke on the altar. He washed the entrails and the legs and turned them into smoke on the altar with the burnt offering. Next he brought forward the people's offering. He took the goat for the people's sin offering, and slaughtered it, and presented it as a sin offering, like the previous one. He brought forward the burnt offering, and sacrificed it according to the regulation. He then brought forward the meal offering, and, taking a handful of it, he turned it into smoke on the altar, in addition to the burnt offering of the morning. He slaughtered the ox and the ram, the people's sacrifice of well-being. Aaron's sons passed the blood to him, which he dashed against every side of the altar, and the fat parts of the ox and the ram, the broad tail, the covering fat, the kidneys, and the protuberance of the livers. They laid those fat parts over the breasts, and Aaron turned the fat parts into smoke on the altar, and elevated the breast and the right thighs as an elevation offering before the Lord, as Moses had commanded. Aaron lifted his hands towards the people and blessed them. He stepped down after offering the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the offering of well-being. Moses and Aaron then went inside the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people, 
And the presence of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came forth from before the Lord, and consumed the burnt offering and the fat parts on the altar. All the people saw, and shouted, and fell on their faces. Chapter 10 Now Aaron's sons, Nadav and Avihu, each took his fire pan, put fire in it, and laid incense on it. They offered before the Lord alien fire, which he had not enjoined upon them. And the fire came forth from the Lord, and consumed them. Thus they died, an instance of the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord meant when he said, Through those near me I show myself holy, and gain glory before all people. And Aaron was silent. Moses called Mishael and Elitzaphan, sons of Uziel, uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come forward and carry your kinsmen away from the front of the sanctuary to a place outside the camp. They came forward and carried them out of the camp by their tunics, as Moses had ordered. And Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Elazar and Itamar, do not bare your heads, and do not rend your clothes, lest you die and anger strike the whole community. But your kinsmen, all the house of Israel, shall bewile the burning that the Lord has wrought. And so do not go outside the entrance of the tent of meeting, lest you die, for the Lord's anointing oil is upon you. And they did as Moses had bidden. And the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Drink no wine or other intoxicant, you or your sons, when you enter the tent of meeting, that you may not die. This is a law for all time throughout the ages. For you must distinguish between the sacred and the profound, and between the unclean and the clean. And you must teach the Israelites all the laws which the Lord has imparted to them through Moses. Moses spoke to Aaron and to his remaining sons, Elazar and Itamar, Take the meal offering that is left over from the Lord's offerings by fire and eat it unleavened besides the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in the sacred precinct, inasmuch as it is your due and that of your children from the Lord's offering by fire, for so I have been commanded. But the breast of elevation offering, and the thigh of gift offering, you and your sons and daughters with you, may eat in any clean place, for they have been assigned as a due to you, and to your children from the Israelites' sacrifice of well-being. Together with the fat of the fire offering, they must present the thigh of gift. They must present the thigh of gift offering and the breast of elevation offering, which are to be elevated as an elevation offering before the Lord, and which are to be your due and that of your children with you for all time, as the Lord has commanded. Then Moses inquired about the goat of sin offering, as it had already been burned. He was angry with Elazar and Itamar, 
Aaron's remaining sons and said, Why did you not eat the sin offering in the sacred area? For it is most holy, and he has given it to you to remove the guilt of the community and to make expiation for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not brought inside the sanctuary, you should certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary, as I commanded. And Aaron spoke to Moses, See, this day they brought their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things have befallen me. Had I eaten sin offering today, would the Lord have approved? And when Moses heard this, he approved. The Ikra, Leviticus chapter 11 The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the Israelite people thus, These are the creatures that you may eat from among the land animals, any animal that has hoofs, with cliffs through the hoofs, and that chews the cud, such you may eat. The following, however, of those that either chew the cud or have true hoofs, you shall not eat the camel. Although it chews the cud, it has no true hoof. It is unclean for you. The damon, although it chews the cud, it has no true hoofs. It is unclean for you. The hare, although it chews the cud, it has no true hoofs. It is unclean for you. And the swine, although it has true hoofs, with the hoofs cleft through, it does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. You shall not eat of their flesh or touch their carcass. They are unclean for you. These you may eat of all that live in the water. Anything in the water, whether in the seas or in the streams, that has fins and scales, these you may eat. But anything in the sea or in the streams that has no fins and scales, among all the swarming things of the water and among all the other living creatures that are in the water, they are an abomination for you. And an abomination for you they shall remain. You shall not eat of their flesh, and you shall abominate their carcass. Everything in the water that has no fins and no scales shall be an abomination for you. The following you shall abominate among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination, the eagle, the vulture, and the black vulture, the kite, falcons of every variety, all varieties of raven, the ostrich, the nighthawk, the seagull, hawks of every variety, the little owl, the camarant, and the great owl, the white owl, the pelican, and the buzzard, the stork, herons of every variety, and the hoo-hoo-ee, and the bat. All wings swarming things that walk on fours shall be an abomination for you. But these you may eat among all wing swarming things that walk on fours, all that have above their feet jointed legs to leap with on the ground. Of these you may eat the following, locusts of every variety, 
all varieties of bald locusts, crickets of every variety, and all varieties of grasshopper, but all other wing-swarming things that have four legs shall be an abomination for you, and the following shall make you unclean. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until evening, and whoever carries the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Every animal that has true huffs, but without cliffs through the huffs, or that does not chew the cud, they are unclean for you. Whoever touches them shall be unclean. Also, all animals that walk on paws, among those that walk on fours, are unclean for you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until evening. And anyone who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and remain unclean until evening. They are unclean for you. The following shall be unclean for you. From among the things that swarm on the earth, the mole, the mouse, the great lizard of every variety, the gecko, the land crocodile, the lizard, the sand lizard, the chameleon, those for you are unclean among all swarming things. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. And anything on which one of them falls when dead shall be unclean. But in any article of wood, or cloth, or a skin, or a sack, any such article that can be put to use shall be dipped in water and shall remain unclean until the evening, then it shall be clean. And if any of those fall into an earthen vessel, anything inside it shall be unclean, and the vessel itself you shall break. As to any food that may be eaten, it shall become unclean if it came into contact with water. As to any liquid that may be drunk, it shall become unclean if inside any vessel. Anything on which the carcass of any of them falls shall be unclean. An oven or stove shall be smashed. They are unclean, and unclean they shall remain to you. However, a spring or a cistern, in which water is collected, shall be clean. But whoever touches such a carcass in it shall be unclean. If such a carcass falls upon seed grain that is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed, and any part of the carcass falls upon it, it shall be unclean for you. If an animal that you may eat has died, Anyone who touches its carcass shall be unclean until evening. Anyone who eats its carcass shall wash his clothes and remain unclean until evening. And anyone who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and remain unclean until evening. All the things that swarm upon the earth are an abomination. They shall not be eaten. You shall not eat among all things that swarm upon the earth. Anything that crawls on its belly, or anything that walks on fours, or anything that has many legs, for they are an abomination. You shall not draw abomination upon yourselves through anything that swarms. 
you shall not make yourselves unclean therewith, and thus become unclean. For I, the Lord, am your God. You shall sanctify yourselves, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not make yourselves unclean through any swarming thing that moves upon the earth. For I, the Lord, am he who brought you up from the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall be holy, for I am holy. These are the instructions concerning animals, birds, or living creatures that move in water, and all creatures that swarm on earth, for distinguishing between the unclean and the clean, between the living things that may be eaten and the living things that may not be eaten. That was Parashat Shemini, Leviticus, Ve'ikra, chapters 9, 10, and 11.